it is scientifically proven that the length of a yawn is correlating to how big a person's brain is. So for example, if they have a short yawn, like their yawn's not very long, that means they have a pea-sized brain and you got to cut them off immediately and you don't need to be friends with them. Success. What is up, my Igolites? Welcome to episode 53 of the Last Eagle Heart Podcast. I now refer to all my listeners as Igolites because y'all are now my project to make y'all successful. Okay, we're going to start off with sit up straight from now on when you listen to my podcast. Better posture. You can be able to listen and retain it more so you can become more successful. Are you subscribed? Do you even have the notifications turned off for my podcast? Because you have to constantly be listening to it so you can constantly learn and become just more successful every like every moment, every second. You know, you wake up in the morning, listen to my podcast. On the way to work, listen to my podcast. Every day. You're in a relationship, ladies. Go and listen to my podcast by yourself. Men, go listen to my podcast by yourself. The same episode. Come together and then take notes together listening to that podcast again. I don't even have to take notes. Like I don't even know why I have notes, but I don't, even, I don't have to take notes. But I recommend y'all taking notes for my podcast because y'all will figure out ways to make y'all's relationship better. Because it's statistically proven by this pie chart that I clearly did not make up before making this podcast that this podcast makes your relationship better the last that is the last i go heart podcast promise and also you want to become more successful you got to cut off those weak friends oh you got to cut them off i know they could be nice they may be able to hold you accountable they may be supportive but that doesn't mean anything in life because if they're not helping you become successful then they're not friends to begin with it is scientifically proven that the length of a yawn is correlating to how big a person's brain is so for example if they have a short yawn like their yawn's not very long that means they have a pea-sized brain and you got to cut them off immediately and you don't need to be friends with them success that is the key and that right there ladies and gentlemen is the last i go heart podcast pro- uh, promise i will make you successful. I'm Dawson Iglehart, host and CEO of the Last Iglehart Podcast. What an intro. I know I changed it up a lot. I changed it. I mean, I just got back from AlphaCon and I just feel great going to AlphaCon. You know, you walk in there and you get the abundance of just, just some men in there, you know, that just, you don't know their names at all, but you don't even know their titles really until you walk in there, but they have CEO, those nice letters, CEO in front of their name for their title. And then they, they're dressed nice ish. And then they just, they have the right to just scream into a microphone and tell everybody how to live their lives. And their tips are the only tips to help you become successful. Did I mention that I'm about to have a subscription to my podcast now? Because you have to pay me to get these successful tips. Because if you're not paying me, then what's the point of me even spouting off how to become successful? Man, I learned so much from AlphaCon. I'm so appreciative of it, man. I know I'm three three months late to it, but I know there's people that are listening uh, to my podcast or have listened. They don't even know what AlphaCon is. But uh, my little Igolites, thank you for 
that you've always been listening. And if you're a new listener, if you have never listened to my podcast before, I know that was a very strong in- intro and I apologize. That was just my, my new alpha self coming off uh, into the, into the distance. And, you know, I know if you're a little bit too sensitive to it, you might just be a beta and this podcast might not be for you, which is okay. It's understandable. There'll be, there's, there's a, um, other podcasts out there for you that, that might not be as great as this one, but you know, uh, they will just have to do because you just can't, you know, deal with my alpha personality and it's okay in itself. I, Oh man, I felt weird doing that intro because it just felt so confident and just felt so aggressive, which is a de- definition of an alpha. Um, I don't, I, actually, I'm going to pull out the true definition of an alpha real quick before I go any further. Um, let's see what we got going on here. Uh, here we go. The traits of an alpha. We got natural leader with a positive mindset, dominant and demanding in social interactions, huge charisma and High levels of self-esteem and ego. Extroverted, popular, the bad boy. A man's man. High risk taker and competitive in all life areas, including relationships, career, investments. Confident with a bit of aggression. And that was my goal with that intro. So did I complete it? I hope I did. If I didn't, then I guess I just need to go to AlphaCon 2023 and just be like, you know what? I don't know. I just took your tips of trying to become successful and uh, try to become the true alpha that I am. And uh, my listeners just did not want to listen to me. Um, is it because I came off too much of as a jerk? Was I not confident enough? I don't know. Do I not have a million dollars? Because I don't have a million dollars. Do I need a million dollars for people to listen to me? Because apparently... Anybody who has a million dollars, you could literally just win the lottery. But if you have a million dollars, you automatically get the right to just scream into a microphone and can try to convince everybody and anybody that you know how to become successful in life. I don't know. I don't know. So I'm, I guess so alpha and beta dude that i it's it's a new thing now or it hasn't been a new thing but it just kind of came back i think it was like a 2015 thing you know but it kind of trickled away and now it's trickled back into 2022 apparently and uh i i know i'm three months late to the whole alpha con thing people have covered it people have talked about it but i just i just can't i can't believe that's actually a real thing you know i i hope um (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what I hope. I, I hope that next year people learn like, dang, that conference was terrible. You, you pay. And everybody who went to AlphaCon weren't even true alphas. They failed immediately before going to AlphaCon. Who pays to AlphaCon? Like literally true alphas would never pay. And I know that. You, a true alpha would go out into the real world, go up to somebody, demand them to give them $500 to get a ticket to AlphaCon. Then you would go to AlphaCon Take that $500, pocket it, and then just go and go, hey, look, I'm supposed to be here. I'm an alpha. I'm supposed to be here. I just want to be with other alphas. Where's my seat? That's the that's the only thing that you should be able to, that's the first thing you should say when you go into AlphaCon is just, where's my seat? And they should listen because you're an alpha. But the fact that you paid for a ticket to go to AlphaCon, that's such a beta move. You shouldn't have been there in the first place, according to that logic. This whole alpha beta thing is worse than zodiac signs. I thought I think zodiac signs are funny. You got the big dipper, the little dipper, and they help you correlate your life together. But the fact is, is if a man's masculinity is based off of a, I don't know where who came up with this, a scientist or some kind. It was probably some bodybuilder. I don't know. I don't know who came up with this. 
I don't know if it was like one of those things where they just found found like a scroll, you know, some ancient history behind it. And then all of a sudden they just started translating it over time. <laughs> and then boom, uh, they came up with these little rituals and alpha and beta was born. But either way, if a man's masculinity is based off of if they're an alpha or a beta, we are all in trouble because I, I just, I don't know. It's worse than Zodiac because <laughs> it is so funny. It's just a bunch of egotistical guys that come together and they're just like, yeah, I'm an alpha. And that's their excuse. The reason why they're aggressive, they're not, you know, nice. They're just always self-centered. It's because it's not because they have a terrible personality and they have some working on that they need to do, which we all need work on to do. But the fact that you can't admit it and the only thing that could be plausible reason of why you are the way you are is because you're an alpha is ridiculous. I don't know. And there's and there's more than just alpha and beta. There's a sigma male, which is basically an alpha, but he's extremely introverted, which I've never met, which I don't understand that. I've never, that doesn't make sense to me. Uh, but, uh, but there's this uh, web page that a guy made uh, in 20, <laughs> this year. And uh, he went through the six types of men in modern society. Uh, and he said he wanted to make the label that it's okay not to be an alpha male. That's that's fine because there's six different categories that you can fall into. So you can be an alpha male. Um, but the negatives of it is social acceptance and dominance is very important to alphas. Hence, they care a lot about the people's opinions and they may be overly aggressive and competitive. So th there's the negatives. But the thing is, those are an alpha male. So it's an excuse. Um sensitive to how they're perceived by others especially women then you got the beta male uh and stereotypical friend zone male but have better intentions than gammas what's a gamma gamma better what wow gamma males <laughs> because the, there's apparently more than just the two alpha and beta because they came out like traits highly so now this whole gamma, because you know who, what an alpha and beta is. If you don't know what an alpha, a beta, uh, life, lifetime loyal corporate employee who stays 10 plus years in the same company, good at keeping the status quo, following executive orders. Basically, alpha, you're you're like you're like the man. Beta, you're like eh, whatever. Like it's just it's not, basically a beta is a negative thing. Now then they came out with gamma males, and it's highly empathetic. Intros perspective and eager and adventurous. Gammas are roman romantics and deeply obsessive lovers. They feel the most emotions out of all the male personalities due to their high levels of empathy. Hyper aware. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. I can't keep on reading this. This is absolutely atrocious. I was going to like try to talk about like different, the different levels or whatever. But all I got to say is, is I don't know. Just, just, I don't know, man. Just if, if you're not an alpha, then you're, you're, you're worthless in society. Okay, men, men, you're not an alpha, then you're worthless in society. But apparently women could like, there's like a, uh, there was women there at the alpha con as well. So, uh, ladies, if you're a beta, just don't even, don't even worry about it. Just, just go through your life is over. If you are anything but an alpha life is over. You need to go to alpha con and learn how to be an alpha. But <laughs> my little eagle heart eyes, that's gonna be my next t-shirt idea. That's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make that. I, I'm been in t-shirt mode. Hence what's behind me right now. 
bringing the podcast to Phoenix, man. So uh, it's been two weeks. The reason why I haven't done a podcast is because I've been hard at work making t-shirts. Um, and I'm going to be hard at work whenever I get back of making more t-shirts. But I made over 100 t-shirts, uh, most of them gospel uh, gospel-centered. You got Rich in Christ right here with the little cross. Nice, high quality. Uh, that one right there is Jesus with a Smokey the Bear hat. It says, the gospel, go spread it like wildfire. I mean, killer. Uh, and then this one over here to my left um, is a t-shirt that just correlates to my, my famous saying that I like to say uh, on the podcast all the time and just in life, uh, garbage. So if something's not, you know, something's garbage. I say it's garbage or I classify it. Yeah, it's just, it's just a fancier way of saying it. I don't know where that came about. I think I saw the word garage and then I was like garbage, garage, garbage. I don't know. I don't know how I correlated it together, but I took the Chanel logo and I just switched it up and put garbage on there as it's the new fragrance or whatever. And uh, it has a lot of meanings because garbage is not technically supposed to be this beautiful thing uh, or smell beautiful, but I put on the Chanel thing because it's not garbage anymore. It's garbage. I interrupt this episode to bring you information of a, a new alpha that is sweeping the nation, sweeping the globe, as you will. Uh, he has written many awesome books. He's done uh, many uh, seminars. Um, his name is Dawson Eichelhart. Uh, he is host and CEO of the Last Eichelhart Podcast. He's promising to bring success uh, and motivation into your life uh, with um, and even in your relationships. So go check out uh, Dawson Eichelhart. CEO of the Last Cycle Heart Podcast. Make sure to subscribe and uh, hit that notification button. Uh, but back to your uh, scheduled episode that you're listening to. Uh, so I have uh, t-shirts that I am that hundred over hundred t-shirts that I made, and so um, that's where I've been hard, hard at work at. And uh, how how did I get it to here to Phoenix? I obviously didn't fly because uh, it's. Um, the, T- the TSA, you already know the problems that I've had with them. They definitely wouldn't let t-shirts to go through or over a hundred t-shirts. Um, and I know you're probably wondering, well, Dawson, you took the Chanel logo and you probably did something else with other ones. Aren't you worried about getting copyrighted? No, I'm not because comedians do it all the time. Other people do it. They just take things that are already popular, twist it a little bit and boom, they get popular. Uh, musicians, they do a lot of time with this thing called sampling and they just sample music and then they um, get famous off of other people's stuff. So why not I join the bandwagon and take my stuff and just, I mean, I, I mean, come on, take some creative juices to do it on there. I'm not completely ripping off, but come on. I mean, you gotta make it appeasing. You gotta make it a bit. So yes, I'm not worried about it, but uh, back to how I got the t-shirts here. Took a road trip to Phoenix uh, with a with another guy that's uh, that um, is going to Jensen that went on Jensen as well. Um, I'm actually rooming with him um, in the ASU dorms. That's why the environment's a little different. Um, it, these are actually nice dorms. I'm very surprised um, because I, I don't. These cannot be freshman dorms. I don't think they are freshman dorms. They they can't be because if these are, then the senior level dorms have to be like gold plated. Uh, they have to have like a butler with them. Uh, and the, the guy, the people are probably not even feeding, feeding themselves. They're, the students are probably getting fed by these butlers or whatever. I mean, it has to be top tier, uh, when you're a senior, if these are the freshman dorms, but I don't know. They're very nice. Um, I, I mean, I have 
worked it out, took the podcast with, with me as I promised, but we also took all those t-shirts, everything else, and just crammed the car in and drove 19 hours, and that was an adventure. We went through so many states. Uh, that I've never been to this side of the country before, so it's it was a whole adventure on its own, but we started at 8 o'clock at night and arrived around, I want to say like 3, 3 or 4 in the evening on Friday, so sort of Thursday night, end up Friday evening, and it was a whole adventure. Uh, I saw a um, a deer get smoked by an 18-wheeler. That was awesome. I No, like literally it exploded. My man was asleep. The, uh, the passenger was asleep. He didn't even get to watch, witness this. I was kind of getting tired and sleepy because it was at night. My eyes were kind of like, uh, but that woke me up real fast. Like I saw this 18 with in front of me. I knew, he, I knew something with something happened because he pulled immediately over, but I didn't know like something came out in front, but I didn't, I didn't know if it was anything big of a deal because I was like far enough away when it was dark enough. That I didn't like catch a glimpse of it, but all of a sudden I saw him pull over and then I had to immediately swerve deer a deer leg a deer torso deer, it exploded it, it, it hit him so fast it was like 80 miles an hour this truck was going the 18 wheeler and it just smoked him and it immediately exploded on impact uh, so i was instantly in a panic and i instantly woke up because i was like oh i don't want a deer to hop out in front of me and uh, make that same mistake because unlike the 18 wheeler this Chrysler is uh, going to get some damage done to it if a deer runs out in front of it. So, thankfully, we didn't have any problems with that. But I did see a deer completely get it just demolished um, while I was there. But the thing is, though, is also I love long road trips. I realize I love long road trips because I've this is the longest I've ever traveled. But it's like I got to just like plug in my headphones and just listen to podcasts and music and just I don't know being my thoughts and like I saw that deer explode and my first thought came to my head was is like um <laughs> I don't know how this correlated but this is where my brain went I was like I now know how I want to deal with uh my like terminal like if I was ever terminally ill deemed terminally ill like like a doctor came up to me and told me I had four months to live I was like man like this 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 is crazy. I don't know what I, what I want to do. Like, what am I gonna do about this? So, I, I this is this is why this is how that deer exploding thing came to uh, the terminal illness of me. So I was like, you know what? I want to go in and max a debit card or de- max my credit card. So that's what I'm gonna do. If I only have like a month to live, the last few days, I'm gonna go max my credit card out, buy a bunch of candy. That's what I want to do. When I'm, I this is this is my thought process on a road trip. So obviously I'm gonna like more road trips because they just get my brain juices flowing. So I'm gonna so fill candy up with these and fill the candy into these bags, backpacks, put them on, strap them on me, uh, and just fill these all these backpacks up with candy and just like I'm gonna be head to toe with backpacks and candy. I'm gonna be barely being able to walk. Um, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to go out into the interstate while oncoming traffic. And I'm just going to go out there and just run out into the middle of the road and just get smacked. And immediately as soon as I get smacked, I'm going to explode and candy is just going to flow out everywhere. And it's going to be terrifying. But I would love to see the headlines of what it would be as I get hit and just explode. Like people are going to be like, oh my gosh, did, someone, did you just hit somebody? And they're like, oh, is that a Tootsie Roll? 
Oh man, oh, dude, this is how smart to go get it. And I know there might be some, you know, some, like there might be a finger on there or something, but you know, like, dude, like it would be good quality for the kids. I go out, I go out with a bang, you know. I that's how that's how I'll end. Uh, <laughs> how I'll, how I ended if I only had like a month to live and I came down like, but that's the thought that came to my head. As soon as I saw that Derek's like, I don't know. It just correlated with it. I was listening to something and I was like, dude, what if if I came down with it? And boom, that that, that thought was born. <laughs> like 19 hours in a car. I think I was losing losing it. That's basically what I was saying. It was absolutely losing, losing it. But um, we went through Amarillo, Texas. Saw a windmill farm. Never saw a windmill farm. Like literally just these huge. I think they were, of course, for energy reasons. I'm not saying that they were uh, just random windmills for no reason. Like some guy just bought a farm. It was like, hey, I'm just going to put a bunch of random windmills for no reason. But they were all all making energy. So that's awesome. Um, but uh, I uh, we crossed over into New Mexico. And that was an experience because it went through, went from trees, some grass to New Mexico, which is absolutely nothing. There was nothing. There was nothing in New Mexico. I don't know why anybody would want to live in New Mexico. I, I'm trying to figure this out, and I still can't. Because it, the how the houses are placed is it's just rocks. That's literally all it is. There's rocks and just some shrubbery. There's no trees or nothing. So it's just like you, you're there, and it's like... I don't know. It's just like there's just random houses just placed in different areas and just it's just all next to each other. We stopped in Albuquerque to get some gas. We could not find a working public bathroom to save our lives in in Albuquerque. It was just a mess. And so New Mexico, eh, I mean, from what I looked up at it, it is mostly old people that live there because they like retire and they just want to go and just live by themselves, which is cool, I guess. But um, other than that, I don't know why anybody else would want to go to New Mexico, I guess. I don't know. But maybe when we travel back and we stop in Santa Fe or something, maybe there will be something nicer. But Albuquerque, I don't know. You kind of disappointed me, Albuquerque. But we, we kept on traveling. We kept on going. And uh, it was nice. It was absolutely just being able to 19 hours, man. I cannot believe we drove 19 hours and still had enough energy to go and talk to people and walk around Phoenix as soon as we got here. But we made it. It was a hassle. But I, we, we are here. And we are on mission to... I'm, I'm on mission, baby. To baptize people in 100% cotton. Whew, that is the mission. To make these custom t-shirts and shoot them out of the t-shirt can. I brought the t-shirt cannon. But I'm keeping it out in the car because I'm pretty sure with all like these shooting events that have happened uh, in the news and stuff. I don't know. Dude, that's how where my brain went. I was like, look, I want to bring it in. But the casing that my t-shirt cannon's in, it kind of resembles an AR-15 casing. And I just don't. I just don't want to, <laughs> to cause any disturbance and cause anybody. So I kept it out in the car. But yes, t-shirt cannon's here. It's ready to go. I'm ready to baptize people in 100% cotton. Yes, uh, I don't know if you listened to 
episode 52. But if you didn't, I kind of took a little glimpse out of what my goal is with the t-shirt cannon ministry, the shirt cannon ministry. I want to be the new John the Baptist. John the Baptist was considered uh, kind of a, a goofy guy, as you will. Um, but he just it was like, Jesus is coming back for Kremlin in the name of Jesus. But he was also just a, a goofy dude. That's literally what he was. Uh, was. But the thing is, though, is I want to be that just a, a goofy guy jesus is coming back and so i'm john the baptist with a t-shirt cannon that's basically my goal my mission and the t-shirts are born so if you would like one i uh hit me up let me know i got all sizes so um if you're just also in the area because i plan to go back to conway do the same thing shoot free t-shirts at people sometimes if you want a free one awesome but if you don't uh, if you're not around, not if you don't want a free t-shirt, if you're not around to get the free t-shirt, 20 bucks, 20 bucks. And you got yourself a nice new graphic tee to add to your collection. And, uh, why not? It helps the cause of all the other free t-shirts I shoot out as well. So why not 20 bucks and you get yourself a graphic tee and I still have my mugshot tees. So if you would like a mugshot tee, that'll help out as well. 15 bucks for those because... I already said 15 bucks. These upped it to 20. I just had to do it. You know, the inflation, you know, inflation and stuff. And I just, you know, just politics, economics, you know, I just got to throw out those words. Uh, maybe y'all will understand, but yeah, inflation. Yeah, definitely. So that's why the t-shirts went up, but uh, <laughs> I'm so pumped to be here, man. Phoenix was nice. When I first got here, uh, it was, I didn't, I didn't know what they meant by dry heat, but um, the best way to describe it is, is if you the first, like when you first open an oven, open an oven and that feeling that you get and your eyebrows feel like they're about to burn off. Um, that is what Phoenix feels like constantly, just like that you're in an oven. But other than that, it's nice. Drink plenty of water and you're good to go. Uh, the people I've kind of, I've kind of dabbled around a little bit, looked around. The people look pretty nice and chill. I, I mean, I haven't really, I gotten to talk to one guy, one guy who I got to really know uh, is because I was carrying it. I just bought a case of waters and I was carrying them back to um, the place I'm staying. And uh, there was a couple and they uh, they apparently forgot to grab a water. So the guy asked me if uh, he could buy two waters off of us uh, because he was wondering if I was just handing out waters. I was like, no, I just bought these. I'm taking it back to the dorm. And he goes, oh, well, I, well, we'll buy two water bottles. I was like, no, man, no, here you go. So I gave him two water bottles and then we immediately connected. And, um, he started asking why I'm here, what I'm doing. And I was like, well, I mean, I, uh, I told him I was working with a church plant, doing some mission stuff or whatnot. And, um, he's like, oh, that's really cool. He's like, that's a cool shirt. I was like, well, I make them and it, we just hit it off really well. And I don't know, this guy is a manager. Uh, well, he's a real estate agent, but I also found out he's also a manager of some sort. And so he said that, uh, because he found out that stand-up comedy as well, we traded social media information. And so I'm going to go have coffee with him sometime next week. We'll see how that goes. I don't know what he's going to do, try to sell me on the whole spill or not, but I don't know. I'm just down to meet somebody new, honestly. So um, he's like in his 40s, but he seemed like a really cool dude. I looked him up. Nice. So I met him through water bottles. So that's a good, that was a good experience on its own. Uh, we'll see, we'll see what happens and what comes of it. Another interruption, another sponsor. And this sponsor is hunger because part of being an alpha is eating like an alpha. You got our first 
kill it, and then dive right in. Mm, mm, mm. That Taco Bell was absolutely delicious. I don't know. I had to stop in the middle of my podcast. That's how hungry I was. I started this thing. I was like, oh, you know what? I can wait. I don't have to get food right now. I, I can just wait to uh, to get it after. Like, it's no big deal or whatnot. But then it just slowly, as the podcast went on, like, my stomach was just growling. I couldn't think straight. <laughs> I was just, all I could think about is delicious Taco Bell. And, oh, I... I it was it was not disappointing at all. It was worth stopping the podcast for a minute second. <laughs> just, whew, I gotta give a round of applause for that Taco Bell. The reason number one, it was delicious. Like probably some of the best Taco Bell I've ever had. Number two, uh, the inside of this Taco Bell in particular was very unique. It was very cool. They had like a big flat screen TV in there. The environment was very cool. And then on top of all of it, they serve alcohol. I have never seen. A fast food restaurant serve alcohol. I don't know if that's normal in bigger cities, but apparently in Phoenix, Taco Bell uh, has got like a full bar going on over there. They got some Dos Equis, some Bud Light or what. Dude, I don't. Man, I've, I was very impressed by what I saw in Taco Bell because I've never seen a Taco Bell like that. And I don't know. I mean, fast food restaurants serving alcohol, I've never heard of it either. So it was a very unique experience. But also on my way back, I, uh, I guess it was the end of a Diamondbacks game or something because I just saw a bunch of uh, just a bunch of people just walking and stuff. But they also, you know, in these bigger cities, they got those uh, electric scooters uh, that you can like, you know, purchase like with like a dollar or something like that off an app. And then you can just ride around the scooter, just ride around the city and whatnot. I think it's the funniest thing watching 40 year old men just hop on these things with their because around here they got like the short short khakis a little button up and a baseball cap and they're just just riding around having the time of their lives with these scooters i think it's the funniest thing because i don't i don't know i I really honestly don't know why i'm so entertained by it i mean it's probably it's like normal like it probably a lot of like dude what's the problem with a 40 year old guy just doing his thing having the time of his life on the scooter i was like it's not really just necessarily that i don't know they just it just, I don't know. It's just funny to me. Uh, it's just so beta. You know, that's that's really what it is. It's just so beta. Like, like seriously, if you just walk. That's what I did. I walked to go get my Taco Bell, and I walked all the way back. I'm going to get huge calves because of it, or I should get huge calves at least. Uh, it's just an alpha move. You know, don't don't ride a scooter to go get your food. It's just, it's just so beta. That's probably why. <laughs> it's the route to go. But... Taco Bell coming through as always, and uh, the scenery was very nice. So, shout out to them. That that's what they, that there just had to be a sponsor because of that. That was just easy, easy sponsorship. Um, oh, my friend got married. I. That's why I was gone for a little bit too. I mean, I had to write a best man speech. I I didn't think being twenty two, I would ever have to write a best man speech at this young young of age, but. I did. I had to come through and uh, hand the ring to him, do all that stuff. I, it was very like, it was a it was crazy experience, honestly, because I was thinking about it. I was like, man, I'm 22 years old. I'm running a best man speech because my best friend's getting married. It is crazy, but it was a good old Southern wedding. Oh, it was a good old Southern wedding. If you've never been to a Southern style wedding, please 
have that experience at least once. It's like you're inside of a large Cracker Barrel. That's literally what it's like. Everybody is just... <laughs> It was crazy because it was like they have family on family. There was like 300 people there. I'm not going to have 300 people at my wedding if I get married, you know. Put that big old if there just in case, you know. Just like because I'm not going to be overly confident like, yeah, I'm going to get married. But I mean, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Who knows? I might find the love of my life, you know. She might be riding on one of those scooters just right down the road. And I'll just see her with her hair blowing in the wind. I'm like, wow. I never thought... <laughs> No, I'm focused on the mission. It's not going to happen, okay? There's no way. But my best friend, he got bit bit by the bug, man. He he got, he, I mean, he just, it was so beta of him to get married right now. Like, I mean, he, he has no life experiences. He's 21 years old, and he's getting tied down already. Oh, oh man. I, here's the thing, though, is going to be really cool to see is just how much his mind's going to change, like a married man's mind like changes because you, you're when you're single and you're like hanging out with your friends or whatnot and then it's, it's like cool you know you got this different mindset i wonder how much his mind's gonna change now that he's married you know he's gonna be like uh all consumed with sports all he does is talk about sports is it is it just gonna be like oh work was good you know like i don't i don't know is he gonna still be that same fun guy or is marriage gonna take that little fun out of his life you know like he just can't be that you know that goofy dude anymore like no dawson i gotta put that goofiness behind me now i'm married I could act more of an adult. No, that's not how it works. You're you're twenty. You're twenty one years old. Okay, it's okay. You don't have to act like you're thirty. We understand that you're married. God, but that good old Southern wedding though, man. Just like, hmm. I was so scared about worrying about people's names too. That was my that was my big thing. I was like, man, I I don't know any of these people. Like, I literally did a best man speech in front of three hundred people, and I barely knew any of them. Like I was afraid of like forgetting names and stuff like that, so um, it was really refreshing. There was a southern wedding because in the south, you know, they just use the same name over and over again. That junior, senior, first, second, third, fourth, fifth. So I yelled "Jim" and fifty people turned around and said, "What's up?" I said, "Let's go, Jim." That's of all the southern names, I picked Jim, and it worked out. It was, it was a perfect set, awesome. It was amazing, but. Um, the best man speech. I mean, what can I say? Um, got the got the crowd going. I mean, that that was basically what I was supposed to do. It, it, it just roast my friend and just uh, let him sit back, relax, and enjoy people laughing at him. I get that, that's that's literally what I did, and it was fun. I had a great time doing it too. <laughs> I uh, I also been thinking about like how we even became friends because. I don't know if you ever had, like, had a moment in a friendship of like, dang, how did we even clash together? Because like, look at how I'm dressed. I'm, I'm more of a, you know, I got that hipster style going. I, I got tattoos. This guy, if you, if you saw us standing side by side together, you would not think for a second we would be best friends. You'd be like, oh, they're probably like cool with each other. They're like acquaintances. But I mean, like they're best friends. No, yeah, we're best friends. And it's like hard to even imagine. But I mean, I don't know. He lived on a farm. I didn't. It's like I don't know. It was just total like two completely different like styles of living, just combining it. But you know, it's all about that personality, the humor. Humor clicked. It's a match made in heaven. But he gets so mad during sports, and I just don't understand it. Y'all sports fans are ridiculous. 
and it's just gonna get worse when he's married. It, I know it's gonna, I know for a fact it's gonna get worse. He watched. He loves Golden State. He absolutely loves Golden State, and that's cool. That's fine. But I, it, it ruins his night. I don't get it. Like I'm like, hey, yo, dude, you wanna play some Xbox after this? Oh yeah, I'll play some Xbox after I watch the Golden State. Dude, if Golden State loses, guess what ends up happening? He's not playing Xbox. He's probably not gonna talk to me for the next three days because he's upset about a millionaires playing a game. And he has no affiliation with them whatsoever. Does he get paid to be their fan? No. Does he get free merch? No. He literally sits and watches them play on TV and gets, I mean, I've never seen anything get him so mad. He could, I don't know. I feel like someone could walk up to him, punch him straight in the face, and he would be less mad about that than if Golden State lost a freaking game. I'm just, I'm just saying. Like it. He... Someone could, I don't know, I could go key his car. And he would be less irritated by that than if Golden State lost a game. It amazes me. I don't, I don't get sports fans. It's, it's, a, it's a cult. I think, I think that's what it is. It's, just, it's a cult. They wind you in. With all these promises. We're going to go to the championship. And they're like, yeah, we're going to the championship. You know, and you get dwindled in. They get you all merched up. They're like, buy this merch. Come on, support. We're going to get to the championship. And the next thing you know, they don't make it to the championship. And you're upset the whole year. But then they come back with more promises. No, don't worry. Still be a fan of ours. Because we're going to go next year and get another championship. Oh, wow. Man, I'm out here thriving, not worrying about those championships, man. I'm making my own championships uh, because I'm successful. <laughs> um, because I, you know, if you listen to the last cycle, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm not going to go back into that. The more I'll just, if I need to, I'll just make another cut scene of me doing a sponsorship again. You know, I might add more of those in there. That, that was kind of fun. Because I, I just got so hungry, man. I just couldn't take it anymore. I, I was starving. Mm, man. I get, I, I was, I don't know. Have you, I don't know, man. I was so hungry. Have you ever been so hungry that you could like, I, I don't know. Like I could taste, taste smells. And <laughs> I was so, I was so hungry. I'm pretty sure I heard the guy use a vending machine down the hallway. I was just like starving, man. Oh, I could, I couldn't concentrate, man. It, it was absolutely awful. Only just hit me right in the middle of episode fifty-three. But you know, key to success, you gotta get that, gotta get that grub in, man. You gotta get that eating, get that good, those good eats. But yeah, so my friend got tied up. <laughs> bye bye. I guess it's to a friendship. You know, it was nice knowing you, man. You know, I, I, I really, I guess to say my proper goodbyes, I mean, it was, it was really nice getting to know you and uh, it was all fun and all, but like, you know, I never, I'm probably not going to see you anymore. That's just, just how it is. I respect it. Uh, I understand 22 is like the average age of getting married now. I feel like it just, it's, it's going to get lower every year. I feel like it just gets lower, like the average age of getting married. I think it's like 26 now, but like the 27 28 is the average but like i think for christians the average is, is like you know 20 to get married <laughs> bro i swear dude i that's one thing like dude you cannot be single as a christian like singleness not allowed 
It's it's not. You gotta get married so quick. You got you gotta get in there. You gotta buckle up. And that's one thing I just don't agree with. Like no, Mm-mm. time out. I got some life to live, man. I, I got some. I want I want to go do some things. Like shoot T-shirts out of a T-shirt cannon at people. I that's that is some life experiences. I can settle down later. And like he's 21, and he got tied down. But congratulations, you know. <laughs> I, you know, I just it is what it is. I think it's more that I'm like more like I'm trying to just get him out of it now. Um, uh, it, it's too late to back him out of it. I was trying to back him out the whole time. Like I tried to lose the ring, it just didn't work. <laughs> I would never do that. I, I couldn't lose the ring. Uh, I, I, it's the best man's role, you know. And I was an alpha best man too, so I mean it was just a double whammy at that point. Um, but uh, man, I, speaking of speaking of alphas, Liver King. Does anybody know who? Do y'all know who Liver King is? Who this guy is? He's a ama- like this guy is a stud. I don't I don't know what what he is, but like he just popped up on my Instagram feed and I've been following him ever since. I've been following him for like a couple of months now and I just love watching his videos. I wake up every, almost every morning and I just like watch his stories or watch a little bit of his stories because he does the same things. He Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, he just makes like motivational videos of what he's doing that day. And he'll always start out with good morning primals. It's another glorious day to get the sun on the eyes, the face and skin. Get out there and be with your ancestrals. He called always calls his people primals, um, like my Igolhardites, I, I no Igolites, uh, not Igolhardites. That's too long. No, you got to cut that down. Igol Igolites. That's what I'm gonna do. That's gonna be on the T-shirt. Igolites. I, I think I just took that from the. Really, what I did was with that was I just took it from the Bible because literally in the Bible there's the Hizites. The the Canaanites, <laughs> dude. I'm telling you, when you were, when I was reading in Deuteronomy and just all the ites that were in the in that book. It was just so funny. You got the Canaanites, the Hizites, the Tizites. Everything was just ended with ites. Bug the the bug bites. I mean, I wasn't surprised if you saw that in there. Yo, the tribe bug bites. You gotta watch out for them. They're just itching for a kill out there, man. But no, so the Igolites is what um, is what I'm calling my people who listen to the podcast. So welcome and join to the club of ites, <laughs> a group of people. Just at ites at the end of it, and you got yourself a group. It's kind of like rappers with when they start out with little and then little, little Wayne, little John, little whatever. I guess it's just like the the tag. It's just easier just to add ites at the end of something. Back in the day, it was easier for those that culture. <laughs> what ites? Um, but yeah, Liver King. So he um, he it's in the name. He just eats liver. Uh, that's really his big thing. But he, I mean, he eats the whole animal. Uh, and that's his whole big thing. It's just like he doesn't eat vegetables when you could have testicles. Uh, that was his whole big thing. Uh, he's just he promotes that style of living. Drinks blood, uh, animal blood. Not that would be pretty weird if like <laughs> he's just like <laughs> I know. I'm telling. I'm he's gonna get probably. I wonder if he's gonna get ever get to the point where he just gets too like too crazy with it. Uh, well, uh, we ran out of cow, so um, so we just stuck with uh, instead we used uh, we got human femur. That's gonna be really good, cool. Uh, now I found that this was extra nutritious. 
Um, so we took the retina out of a blonde, uh, blonde hair, blue eyed person, and we took their eyeball out and just took, scooped some of that retina out. And uh, we, I mix it with my yogurt, and then I eat it, and it it, it makes your eyes like instantly go back to twenty twenty vision. Uh, it's stuff like that. Like, I wonder if that, that would be nuts if like people would get to like that point of where like they, the, the healthiness or whatever, they find out like some weird thing where you could, if you eat just whatever you eat, if the, like the healthiest part of a human or whatever, oh dude, that would be some cannibalistic, mm, the cannibalites, dude, that would be crazy. Just scooping, scooping straight. Like that's literally what he promotes. He eats uh bone marrow he eats liver testicle i mean he he eats all of the animal but i don't know if there if there's something that like uh, uh that other other things have and you have to you have to get really specific you know uh with with some of these food choices i guess and and that living in that lifestyle i could never live that lifestyle but i mean he's helped a lot of people by giving them motivation that's the biggest thing. And he, by far, if you look at Alpha as a whole, Liver King makes up the Alpha. He's the biggest Alpha that like I can think of. Like That's literally what first popped in my mind. Alpha, Liver King. Liver King, Alpha. That's legit what I think of. Because he's confident. He's aggressive. He's, he's, got, he's got the full muscles. He's got the full package. He's got the tan. He's got the lifestyle. It's just like that dude screams Alpha. And the, his videos that he makes just does it as well. But the, the, thing, the thing is, though, is that I can never be like that. But I love laying in my bed and watching that. Like, I don't know if y'all like that. But it's just like, I love watching bodybuilders because there's something that I never, that, that they are people that I can never be. Even I'm telling you, I guarantee you, if I took steroids right now and I worked out all the time or whatnot, I would still not get that big. There's no way. I don't, I don't know. I think I would just become more like tone, tone boned, bone toned. That's literally what I would become more tone boned, bone toned. Is that, is that a thing being bone toned? Like that's literally what I think I would become more of taking steroids with how skinny that I am. I'd probably instantly explode. Um, like that deer that got hit by that semi that I was talking about earlier, you know, like that. I just instantly just, <laughs> that would be, that'd be Oh man, I can't wait to go do stand up uh, here in Phoenix. It's gonna be absolutely awesome. And like at the end of my set, I was just thinking about this too. What happens if I just exploded like right at the end of my set? That would be a great ending to my set. Like I just kill, have a great set, and at the very end, I'm like, hey, thank y'all for li- you know, thank y'all for listening to me. Like this was absolutely a great show, and then immediately explode, boom. That would cause so much confusion. But enough with exploding. <laughs> But Liver King, man, I don't know. I can't love that lifestyle, but he always seems to motivate me just to get up and go do something. I don't know. Like I, he motivated me to go hit golf balls. I love playing golf. I and go to the driving range, go hit some golf balls. Watching his video correlated with that because I mo was motivated by his. I was like, man, I gotta go do something today. This guy's out here like pulling all these weights. He's eating all this crazy stuff and doing all this. I'm over here laying on my laying in my bed. I can't be doing that. I gotta, I gotta get up and do something. I kind of want to be like one of those guys in his comment section. You'd be like, you know, what? thank you, Liver King. I was just laying in my bed, but your video is motivating me to go hit golf balls at a driving range. I just want to let you, let you know. Hashtag Liver is King. Uh, 
But I don't know. I know people have mixed feelings about him, especially in the workout bodybuilding world. Steroids, steroids, roids. And if he's on steroids, cool. If he's not on steroids, whatever. I mean, I know he promotes that he's fully natural, all natural. So if he is on steroids, that would be disappointing. But I mean, I think it's at the point now where we know most bodybuilders use steroids because those guys want to get big. Why shame somebody? For wanting to get that ginormous. Because that's what they want to do. They want to get ginormous. Let them get ginormous. I mean, it's the, what's the best way to get ginormous? I guess taking steroids. I mean, I guess that if you just want to get so yoked, then go for it. But I love why. Like, I watched Rich Piana. Like, um, a lot. I watched him. I used to watch him a lot. And uh, he was so entertaining to watch. Because I just... He did... Eight hours of curling, like uh, like just curls. Of course, he was. He 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 said he was on steroids, so therefore, like he had the energy from that. But he would do like like seriously eight hours at the gym, and he would just do arms and just like do dumbbell curls, do whatever. Take a thirty minute break, or not even a thirty minute break. Probably take a five ten minute break. Chug a protein shake, eat a little protein bar, go back to work. Ten minutes. Protein, but he had like maybe he had like three, four protein shakes by the time he was done with his working out throughout the day. The dude's jacked, (sighs) can never be like that. Can never be like that. It's fine though, because I'm at I might not look alpha on the outside, but it is it's what's in the inside that counts. I'm just uh. I'm like the Chihuahua of alphas. I guess that's what you. I guess you would call it because Chihuahua is not a vicious-looking dog, but deep down inside, it thinks that it could eat and beat up anything, and it will chew you out, even though it can't. And so I'll be wearing my turtlenecks proudly, walking in. They're like, man, he just got that turtleneck going for him. He's he's doing good, man. He must life must be going good in his way. I want to know. What that guy is doing, and all of a sudden they will see me walk out to my 2007 Toyota Corolla, and like, oh, never mind. He gave off the wrong image. I we I didn't know what the, I didn't know what to think of him. He was wearing that turtleneck, and the way he presented himself, it was just so. <laughs> it was so crazy. It's like those fake, uh, fake millionaires on TikTok and Instagram and stuff like that. They, uh, those people crack me up, man. Like them getting exposed. It's just like. They're uh they're just these guys that just work day jobs or whatever, but their friends are like millionaires or whatever. So then they pretend to be a millionaire, like in their friend's house, posed by their like friends' cars and stuff like that. They're like, man, yeah, this is how I made my millions. Like, I mean, I just got I got eight different bank accounts or whatever. They're actually like being serious, and then like it just comes out later that they're exposed. They work some day job or whatever. I'm like, what's the point of lying about being a millionaire? Like, really, like. It's just so much more embarrassing when you get caught. Like, I can at least brace the fact that, like, I drive a moped. I love I love my moped. I still have my moped. I love it. If I was in Arkansas right now, I, like, I would be driving it all day. Every day. I'd be driving that moped. Especially with these gas prices. Are you are you kidding me right now? Everybody's so... People are embarrassed to drive mopeds. I, I tell them I have a moped. They're like, you have a moped? I was like, yes, I have a moped. See, that's an actual alpha mentality. To be able to 
do things and embrace things that are deemed embarrassing to others. That's the alpha mentality. That's why you got to listen to this podcast because it's just like straight success. You're, you're going to get there one day. You get, look, subscribe, hit that, hit that like button. You I mean, come on. I know you want to. But also at the same time, like that's me rocking a moped. I mean, honestly, I like it. I mean, you get 75 miles a gallon. At one point, it cost me four bucks to fill up, and it, and I literally four bucks a week. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you drive a moped? Yeah, I drive a moped. What are you driving? Oh, I drive my uh, V8 sports car that I can barely afford. Oh, really? <laughs> so you can just drive up and down the road, making loud noises, and then you eventually have to fill up, but you can only put only a few bucks in because you can't afford it. Meanwhile, I'm over here driving a moped. And I'm just going up and down. I can go all the way around. Yeah. Who's jealous now with these gas prices? <laughs> Joe Biden fell off his bike. I just found that. Like I, like someone sent me that. And was like, hey, Dawson, you need to find a way to make a joke about Joe Biden falling off his bike. I don't know yet. But if he can make the gas prices drop like he did off his bike, then may... <laughs> There you go. I did it. There you go. I did it. It wasn't much. It wasn't much, but I did it. I did it. I, I'm i not political, so don't come after me. It had nothing to do with politics. It was just Joe Biden falling off a bike. It could have been It could have been Samuel L. Jackson falling off a bike or uh, anybody else, but it just happened to be Joe Biden falling off a bike, and it was, it was funny. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, thank you so much, everybody. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to episode 53 of the Last Alcohol Heart Podcast. And uh, if you are new here, uh, you are in for a treat because this is new for you and experience. But if you uh, are a true Agolite and uh, have been here for a while, you know how I end my podcast now. I end it with a Bible verse. And this Bible verse comes from Ecclesiastes 2. Verse 11. So I'm going to go ahead and flip there. Uh, if you want to flip with me, you can. Um, if you have your Bible with you. If you don't, um, then you can listen attentively. Take notes. <clears throat> Where is it? To verse 11. All right. When I considered all that I had accomplished... And what I had labored to achieve, I found everything to be futile in the pursuit of the wind. There was nothing to be gained under the sun. I know. That uh, Bible verse is probably not the most motivational thing that I could probably end this podcast with. But the thing is, though, is I love Ecclesiastes. And I love that verse because it always is a constant reminder there's bigger things. Like way bigger things than just like focusing on like the now or being an alpha or you know gas prices or you know that career that you've always wanted or that relationship that just like oh you thought it was going to be your world or um i don't know it, it could be anything but the thing is though is that that bible i'm just going to read it again because it's a great reminder for people like me because i easily try to consume myself with things that uh, are just well, literally when you die, like it's not going to matter anymore. So it's like, 
it's a good reminder for me to be like, I'm not going to take life so seriously. I think that's like, it, like for me, I read that verse. I'm like, oh, dude, I actually kind of like, that's nice. Are you telling me I don't have to, it's just all worthless? All right, cool. So I don't have to really worry about it. it was, I mean, it's really off my, I'm going to read it again. When I considered all that I had accomplished and what I had labored to achieve, I found everything to be futile and a pursuit of the wind. There was nothing to be gained under the sun. Nothing to be gained under the sun. Look, look, ladies and gentlemen, you got worries. I understand. You got stresses. But that Bible verse right there just told us all that it's all worthless and all meaningless unless you got the true alpha, <laughs> the omega, the beginning, the end. Did I say the true alpha? Jesus Christ. I'm telling you. Boom. Alpha. That is the like, man, no one could beat the Alpha of Jesus. Like, he's, he is the true Alpha. And like I said, the Omega, the beginning, the end. I mean, everything. So that is what puts meaning into the meaningless life that we're here for. So it puts meaning into it. So thank you all for listening to episode 53 of the Last Cycle Heart Podcast. Uh, I plan to do one every single week while I'm here in Phoenix and... um into the ends, but yeah, this, this setup, this is nice. These are t-shirts. Let me know if you want one, if you want one, DM me, message me, email me. All this stuff is going to be linked in the description. Um, you know, make sure to like and subscribe all that good stuff. Uh, let me know, uh, if there's something you would like me to talk about on the podcast, let me know if, um, if there's, uh, uh, you know, some funny video that you want to send to me that's interesting. I don't know. I'm willing to talk about anything on the podcast. I mean, this is so freeing. I mean, I'll go anywhere with it. So let me know. But uh, thank you, everybody, for listening to episode 53 of the Last I Go Hard podcast. I will be seeing you sometime next week. I go hard podcast podcast. You are listening to the, the last I go hard pull hard. You are listening to the last I go hard podcast.